Welcome to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of September 24th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filtercord. Uh, how's it going? It's going, man. What's been going on with you? Yeah, um, so I'm back on my normal shit. Uh, I've really only been playing like one game. Um, right, right, right. Which, of course, is Spider-Man. I don't really know how much we have to go into that. Uh, like, everybody well, knows if you want to know at this point. <laughs> I mean, you are a bit further. I mean, is there anything that you want to talk about that was like surprising or anything like that? That you? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think they did a really good job. Um, kind of, I guess, like the pace of the game is really good. Um, it's in the beginning, you don't really know what your kind of overarching goals are, mm-hmm. and those kind of slowly come into focus as the game goes on, which is really interesting. Um, right. Because yeah, it's it, like, I mean, you know, it, it picks up in media res where it's like, you're a Spider-Man who's been Spider-Man for a while. You're not doing an origin story again. Yeah. And um, this, you know, like, this is nothing new. Like, right. you know, this is your everyday. Which That's is pretty really interesting. Good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's and, a different And then it's take. like, you don't really have a particular enemy until they sort of introduce Mr. Negative, which is not a spoiler. Hmm. And then, um, you know, they're like, oh, and by the way... Uh, you know, you've been putting people away at this like super high security offshore facility, mm-hmm. and you know, like we, we kind of knew from E3, but it went on to. I mean, just you, you would naturally think like, oh, that's where they're gonna fuck me up. It, yeah, I mean, um, the, I mean, even even using you know the raft, you know, dropping that name, it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. The raft, you know, is uh, a staple in Spider-Man. It's basically like Arkham Asylum slash Blackgate for Batman. Mm-hmm. You know. We, we, we kind of expect, if you see Batman's name, you kind of expect to hear something about Arkham Asylum. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of similar. It's, I, it's I so think, similar. Yeah. yeah, I really think um, with Spider-Man, it should be pretty synonymous to have the raft in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we knew a little bit about what was coming, but now they've really... Uh, I just beat Act 2, so they really set the stakes. Um, you know what... You, you have, like, very defined goals now. Mm-hmm. Um I've done several of the collectibles all the way through to completion. Um, and they, they did a really good job of like populating the world with stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like, in, you don't have to go out of your way, which is right. really, really nice. It's just like, Oh, it's like just right here. And I'm mm-hmm. going by that building to this next mission anyway. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it works out. I think we talked a little it's, bit about that with, um, yes. Uh, Drake last week. So, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I'm actually pretty interested in the... Um, like, I'm pretty interested in what else they have uh, DLC-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the three DLCs are sounding like they're going to be pretty cool. Like, I should buy them all together, but I don't know if I'm going to... Yeah, we'll have to see as they're rolling out what, you know, how they're selling it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, that's been good for me as well. Um, you know, I finished it up. I think uh, I talked a little bit about that mm-hmm. last, you know, last time. Um, and just kind of waiting, like, I'm kind of in a, like, a mode right now where I'm like, man, I'm not sure what, um, like, like what, like what I should be, like, usually my, the game lasts me a bit longer. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, even though I went through this, through this one slower than most people to get the platinum, yeah. um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm I kind of left like, man, I guess I have, uh, you know, I could go ahead and play, like, 
Fortnite or you know catch up on backlog stuff. But I haven't got to that point of, of boredom to go back mm. and you know play go back and play something else yet. So, but right. there's still time. I mean, I'm definitely not picking anything up until late next month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Red Dead. We'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Which we have a little bit of info about that too. Oh yeah. Later on. Um, so for me, yeah, it's just been basically n- nothing new with Fortnite aside from that uh, purple cube collapsing into Loot Lake and making it a mm-hmm. bouncy surface, which is pretty fun. That's that's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, uh, when you start playing some of the other, like, non... Like, even in, in the, like, regular, like, um, you know, 1v99 or... Um, you know, stuff like that. If if the circle collapses around Loot Lake, shit's about to get interesting. Mm-hmm. Because you can build over Loot Lake and bounce all the way around it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you throw down, like, a fort, they have this uh, a thing called a port-a-fort. It just basically creates four walls, and it makes mm-hmm. it about uh, four or five bricks high, and then it opens up, like, a big funnel yeah. at the top, so you can kind of, like, walk your way down. And, mm-hmm. you know, stand up the top and, like, shoot and then, like, duck down on the sloped edges. And they've also created a new one that's, like, a super port-a-fort that mm-hmm. is, um, I think it's probably, each side is probably a 5x5. Five five. It goes mm-hmm. straight up, and it has, like, these castle towers. And it's just, like, a pre-built that, you know, one of the guys is like, yeah, that would be a good item. And when you throw it, it just automatically just explodes and shows up. Yeah. So it's really funny to like when you're fighting someone and you know it's not going well for you to throw one of those at somebody. Oh, okay. Because it just cool. they just go flying up in the air or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's some neat stuff happening there if you're still um, interested. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think it's the 27th or 28th. The new season starts off, and something like that. I'm, I'm not sure when it ends, but I do know they were doing like 600 uh, plus 600. Uh, percent experience mm. so okay. yeah cool. you know if you're trying to get the last little things that you needed um, yeah. that's the way to do it <laughs> um, yeah aside from that uh, Pokemon Go did that last weekend uh, a little bit last weekend Just trying to get a Mewtwo um, no luck mm. crazy yep. even at Disney not wow. a thing there, everyone that I saw had like two minutes left yep. I, I never came in at the right time and then the ones that I did find um, so. There was nobody around, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you can't do one even with two people. You need like five or six people at least to take a to take down a Mewtwo because whatever. it's a um, his like CP rank is like sixty thousand. Damn, it's high. So um, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. But I did get they had that um, that starter. That turns into that like leaf dinosaur, like the long neck. Can't remember his name. Starts with a C. Uh, Chikorita. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I did get enough shinies of those. I even got one extra. Um, I did not. So I might be trading you for that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, I think Ashley and I got a few extra. So. Okay. Um, I know I got at least one. I think she got one extra as well. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Other than uh, other than games, I've been um, you know prepping for my little vacation trip to Universal by watching all the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, it's just I funny. feel like it's about time to do that anyways. In yeah, the, and 
I mean, I'm doing the same thing, so it's yeah, yeah, kind of funny. Yep, I'm on. I'm on to. Uh, we just finished Half Blood Prince, so nice. Um, yeah, well, we just uh, we just started. Um, I know you were saying that you were coming down here and you had that movie thing. I'm like, man, if it was just a little bit later, we could go see something like uh, like Venom. Venom yeah. comes out the fifth, and it's like, damn it. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. That's, I think, pretty much what both of us have been up to. Um, I just updated my Switch uh, to check out something we'll talk about here in a little bit. I've checked out some of those games, too. But, yep. yeah, that's been about it. Uh, but we'll just jump into the games releasing, these ones releasing. Um, releasing September 24th through the 30th. Uh, but first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Um, as well, if I can load this up because I was completely unprepared. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live. We just did our third, technically fourth episode of uh, Terminus. Yeah. Um, our next episode will be the end of this arc, and then we'll move into. Um, you know, figuring out where our characters are going. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that's kind of wrapping up, and, uh, you know, who knows where we're going to go next. Um, yeah, whether we'll we stay to, uh, with those characters or we shelve them for a little bit. Yep. Do something we got, else. We got plenty of options, so we'll sure. see where we want to go with it. Definitely. Um, cool. And, yeah, I, I, you can go ahead and you can grab the first one. All right, so um, looking into uh, the games coming out from the 24th to the 30th, um, we don't have anything on the 24th, so on Tuesday the 25th, uh, the first game we're looking at is Pathfinder Kingmaker on Steam. Cool. Um, which, uh, this is sort of a um, isometric RPG, sort of in the style of um, the old Baldur's Gate games. Um Developed by Alcat and published by Deep Silver. Uh, so this is kind of, uh, you know, it's from the popular Pathfinder sort of D&D uh, &D competitor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it looks like it has some cool, like, comic booky art styled, um, like, I don't know. I don't want to say cutscenes because I'm not talking about cutscenes, but, you know, the way that it tells a story, it looks like is with that kind of sketchy art style. Mm -hmm. And then in game it looks a, a little bit more cartoony, but I, I still like the look of the in game graphics. Yeah, yeah, it looks actually really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of unaware of this one. Yeah, it's been in development yeah. for a little while. Let me but, let me uh, let me check up just to see the like price and stuff. Mm. I would probably recommend getting this on Steam. Um, I, like it, it's it's initially releasing on Steam, but I see this coming to consoles. But I think PC is going to be the way that you want to stick with. Thirty nine ninety nine so, for the pre order. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, I, um, I'm kind of curious on how PC. Yeah, focused game. I agree. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, they have yeah. a lot of dynamic environments, including, um, you know, we've seen dungeons where they're fighting trolls. We've seen. Um, like Riverside or like Water's Edge, mm -hmm. where they're actually interacting and you know moving into the water and out of the water. Uh, yeah, it all looks super fluid. What? Uh, let me look up. Um, let me look up what engine they're using. Mm -hmm. They're using Unity. Yep. So um, it gives them a lot of options with Unity. Oh, and it looks like you can build your 
like kingdom too. Like not like kingdom, okay. but it looks yeah. like it's I a town. Well, you're you're definitely managing like a I don't know if it's an outpost or a fort or if you are kind of developing a village or <clears> you know we'll have to see as it goes. But this is definitely something I'm interested in digging into. Yeah, I have not been having good luck with some of the late like the more recent isometric RPGs, uh, mm-hmm. but this one looks really promising. Yeah, yeah, that one looked uh, that one looked good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and moving. Moving right along, we have um, coming out, was that the same day? Yeah, same day. Yep. Uh, Tuesday the 25th from Sega coming to PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Um, oh, yeah. This one does have a demo available right now. I know definitely on the Switch, I imagine definitely across the mm-hmm. board. Um, yeah, I, I think the demo's into. been out for a while, not on pc as far as i know i know pc's kind of been getting shafted on demos lately because it just Mm -hmm. ends up being a demo after the game's out right right um Um, but yeah yeah um the valkyria chronicles is like this is the fourth one in the row you know in the line if you know what it is mm -hmm. um you know it's one of those games that it would be kind of hard to sell somebody on but um but yeah it's a tactical the standard tactical role-playing game um but they have Mm -hmm. They have some just neat things that I really like. Like when the guns shoot, it says, like, bang next to it, comic book style. That's when fine. things blow up, it says boom. Um, and, you know, the art actually doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like sometimes um, that super Japanese art style, I'm just like, eh, this doesn't really do it for me. Um, yeah. But in this case, I think it looks good. It looks, um, it's more on the realism side than on the... Um, like non-realism uh, but yeah they have like one of the things that really draws me in like especially like this shot I think they show it early too when mm-hmm. he's in the field of flowers yeah like all of the colors it reminds me of like a, um, like a like a painting like something that like Manet would have done where it's like just like little color swatches that um, you know it, like if you're up close, it just kind of looks like little bits of color, but as you pull away, right. you can tell. It's sort of exactly like dreamy up close. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. colors they're they're super pastel-y um, right. in the, the field that's in question right now. But then shit starts blowing up, so it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, tactic, uh, tactical role playing game is mm-hmm. it, it looks cool. Um, it sort of uh, inspired the style. If anybody played, um, what was the game with Abraham Lincoln as like a steampunk? Uh, it's on 3DS. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Well, it's um. I mean, you are taking first-person shots and aiming and stuff, but otherwise, it's a turn-based kind of you know sneaking around and making shit happen uh, yeah. style of game. Yeah. Super cool though. Um, like a lot of this, a lot of the. You know, old stuff's coming back. Uh, they're letting us know they're introducing like new new recruits, um, level ups, upgrades, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, looks good, actually. Uh, like, I it's it's one of those things. I just can't. We just you know we're playing a heavy. You're still playing. I just came off playing a heavy like yep. action game. So you know something a bit more change of pace on rails. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Cool. Also, um, some of the other Valkyria Chronicles games, they're not all necessarily related. Um, Each game is sort of its own contained thing, so you don't have to have played the previous games. But I know that 2 and 3, 
uh, did a lot worse than the original Valkyria Chronicles, uh, I, I guess, as far as like reviews go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Valkyria Chronicles 4 is leaning more into what Valkyria Chronicles 1 did. Um, okay. So they're they're kind of hearkening back to their, their period of glory. I would definitely recommend that everybody, um, if you're even, you know, slightly considering something like this, um, definitely go back to uh, check that out. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely like games like these definitely need your uh, need your support too, you know. As yeah. you'll see later on in this podcast or hear later on in this podcast, um, you know, if it is something that you like, you might not love, but if you like it and you want it to stay around, you really have to support. Yeah, I'm surprised there's been this many Valkyria Chronicles games, to be honest. So they must be doing better in uh, Asia and Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know my cousin's really into these, so... Okay. There's a little bit of support here. Nice. All cool. right. Um, and then we have... Th- there'll be more on this later. But uh, The Walking Dead Final Season Episode 2 uh, is dropping on the 25th as well. Um we're not going to dig into this too much because uh, we have a large, beefy news story on that later. Beefy. Lots of beef. It's filled with beef. It's, compri- it's mainly comprised of beef. Is what mm. we're saying. The um, beef. Where's the beef, Wendy might say. But, I, you know, I have no idea where this is, um, where, like, where they're currently at, like, this would have been more of a thing of me waiting until the whole thing was out so I can play through it so I didn't have to play it 19 times. Yep. Um, so That's that. definitely how my attitude is on uh, the episodic games. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the episodic yeah, well, stuff. Um, but It's a great I, structure, it, but I just want the whole season all at once. Yeah, like I, I don't want to sit there. Like I said it a million times, like going through and playing... Um, the first one, and then when the second one comes out, playing the first one again. And when the third one comes out, playing one and two. Like, I don't have time for that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to play the same game, like, five or six times anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that might be the reason that, you know, we're in the, the predicament that we're in. But, um, <clears throat> but moving along. Um, Speaking of episodic. Speaking of episodic, there's a 27th coming from Don't Monod and Squeenix. PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1. Yes. Oh, yep. Good call. Um, you know, we've got to look at what's kind of happening here. Uh, there seems to be some sort of, like, power going on. Mm. Um, and shit went down with... Um, the main character and his little brother's father. There was some sort of like domestic abuse or uh, uh, dispute, and they ended up like in a fight. And then when the cop came, that bitch's car got flipped. He got thrown out of there. Everybody ended up dead, and the main character, which is um, like a teenage kid, and his younger brother, who is not even a teenager yet, are now wanted and like on the run. They're basically living in the woods. Um, so, like, I, I have no idea what to expect with this, and that's really good. And I mm. guess it was the same with the very first, um, the very first game too. You know, I, I was 
you know, you look at it, and I, I was like, man, I have no idea where, you know, this is going to go and what the characters are going to do. Because you can, you know, you could rewind and, you know, relive, which was really cool. Um, so, yeah, this one, um, I, it, it's going to be the same thing as The Walking Dead. I won't grab it until yep. it, it's all out there. But um, I feel like this one will do... Uh, exceptionally well just because life is strange is well life is strange uh, did really some, good some people's favorite game which is kind of cool yeah. yeah um and this one's been pretty well hyped uh they did a really good job of supporting it yeah um so i guess we'll just have to see how it goes i i imagine that um this will kind of set life is strange up to sort of just be its own thing yeah um and it exactly. probably will inherit the mantle of the episodic powerhouse now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I, so, uh, yeah, starting on Friday the 28th, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have the release on Switch of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, this came out for consoles and PC, I believe, three weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, we talked about this a while back. Yeah, so we're not going to really hang on it, but I, I think the demos are all out there if you want to try them out. I'm not sure about a demo on Switch. I don't. I didn't. I didn't see one, but I didn't. Their, their demos are kind of weird. Um, I mm. just like I said, I updated a few things on my Switch, um, right. and I, I I do like how they have their demo set up. You can literally click games with demos, and it'll just show you every game that has a demo. And I didn't see this one on yeah. there, so. Okay. So uh, they've been doing like some timed demos, so it's possible we just missed it. That's true. Um, Definitely yeah, true. So um, that's coming out, and I'll take the next one as well. Um, FIFA 19 coming out. This is ast- uh, astonishing. PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PS3, and 360. Jesus Christ. This, I-, I wonder this, if they know that it's... We like, have to fucking stop. It's, it's detrimental to the game releasing on the new systems to continue to release them on the old systems yeah either there's some team that is making the exact same game for ps3 and 360 and just scaling it down or the game that's coming out on the new consoles is damaged by the fact that it has to run on ps3 and 360 as well yeah it's being held back either way it's a waste of money right like i don't i can't look at their sales numbers and say you know i have no idea obviously there's a reason that they're still doing it with... I mean, they weren't doing that with Madden, were they? No. Like, I'm Madden. pretty sure Madden is not coming out on the previous consoles. And FIFA, you know, uh, soccer or, you know, the way the rest of the world looks at it, football, because you kick it with your ball with foot. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, like, it's widely the most popular sport, like, by a large margin. It's played worldwide. So Handball. maybe they're like, hey, it's, it's easy for people to get a... PS3 or 360 and we'll get an extra I don't know 2 million sales I mean right. that wouldn't be unreasonable to think so right um, you know I, it's, I'm sure monetarily it's worth it but it just totally blows my mind that they're still putting the shit out on this trailer this we're point, watching what, is actually 8, 9, 10 year old consoles of when they died oh yeah yeah they, it, this one like this console definitely died out. like 7 years ago yeah yeah this this uh this trailer is actually pretty cool. The Champions Rise trailer. Oh yeah, they they're very good at their marketing. 
the game doesn't look good, but most of the trailer isn't in the game. <laughs> right. That's they know what's up. Yeah. Cool. And the last game coming out for us, uh, and you know, for uh, all of our games releasing between this time, and the last game for Friday the twenty eighth coming to the Switch uh, from Damco Bandai uh, mm-hmm. is Namco Museum Arcade Pack. Um, I, I imagine it's just a collection of Namco uh, uh, arcade games. Um, oh no, it's just uh, it's just Pac-Man, isn't it? No, it's oh no, 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 it is. It is a bunch of stuff. Yeah. There it is. Um, but yeah, if you're really into like the uh, like mini games, like uh, like Galaga, Pac-Man, um, oh Splatterhouse, that's fun. That game was fun back uh, back yep. in the day. Only Thunder, Sky Kid, Dig Dug. Um, they even have some of the plus games, uh, like the <laughs> like the re-releases of like Pac-Man and stuff, which yeah. were actually really cool. So if you're young and you've never, I mean, I imagine everybody's played Pac-Man if you're a video game fan, uh, or you play video games. I don't think you can get away with not playing Pac-Man in your life. Right. I don't um, know how anybody would avoid Pac-Man. It's like so ubiquitous. Right, right. It's got, it's like Tetris. You know, everybody's played Tetris. Yeah, but the neon like plus edition of Pac-Man, mm. uh, like the Champion Edition Two Plus, is actually kind of fun. Uh, they said like it's that same old game, but like things are kind of moved a bit, and it's not like it doesn't feel as like rigid. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's, it's kind of cool. Um, but uh, I mean, Splatterhouse alone—that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you get to play as Jason, kill people. Basically, kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that one's, uh, coming out on Friday the 28th. Right. And that is the last one that we have. Um, so if there is anything we missed, let us know over, uh, on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. We'll drop it in next week's, uh, next week's show if, uh, we deem it worthy. If not, uh, if not, we'll immediately block you. Yeah, you, you will, you will be blocked. Mm. And you won't I mean, that. there's nothing we can do about that. Um, that's just. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I mean, I just, I just enforce them arbitrarily. I just, I just make them and then force them and then enforce right. them. I don't make the rules. I come up with them and then they're already made by God when He put it in my brain. I just write them down and make it happen on the computer and then. Yep. Cool. Uh, we'll jump into the alphas, betas, demos, trials, and freebies. Um, first oh, one you put gosh. up there. So go ahead. Yeah. So um, pretty cool. We got a beta starting on the twenty eighth for Soul Calibur Six, uh, only on PS4 and Xbox. Kind of weird. Um, but yeah, the Soul Calibur, this new Soul Calibur is looking really good. I believe this is one that has uh, Gerald of Rivia in it. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And uh, we just have a little bit of uh, nothing style gameplay here. Um, so I mean, it uh, looks gorgeous. The, the yeah, environment's looks- just super good and it's like that's my favorite thing about fighting games i mean mm. they get to focus all of their efforts on on like really little details on yeah like just things that a big game like an open world game can't focus on mm-hmm. like especially things like ground impact yep that's that's really really nice and they can and just like map paint half around. the shit yeah yeah, yeah. They can map paint half the ship that's out there, which is really nice. Yep. It saves on a ton of um, uh, resources that they can just funnel, turn around, put it right back into how your character works or um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, um, it, it's it does have uh, a limited like you're not going to be able to play every character, you're not going to be able to play every map, but it's a right. nice little intro. You can kind of start testing out your skills. Um, you know, maybe find out if you want to focus as a new you know main as a new character or whatever. So, when when did the last Soul Calibur come out? Uh, I don't know. Like it hasn't really been on my radar for a while. Um, so I think four came out on the PS3 and 360. So five would have been maybe early on the new consoles. Let me see. On a couple years ago, came out. Um, shit. The first uh the first release was December 1995. Oh yeah, Soul Calibur's old. Um, five came out in 2012. Okay, so it's been a while. It's been a bit. I, I was gonna say, I, I mean, I haven't seen one of these in a long time. Yeah. Um. So you know that's pretty cool. Um. Bringing back, I know I've seen already some of the like familiar characters. I'm not. I, I mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with Soul Calibur like really at all. So I couldn't yeah. name you like five characters or anything. But aside from Yoda and Vader. Um, yep. Canonical. But, but I mean, uh, it, it, it's looking super good. And the more that we talk about it, I get even interested in it. So I'm definitely oh, yeah. going to be on That's the type now. of thing, like, it completely runs, like, it, it gets completely off my mind. And then I'll see a little bit of something. I'm like, damn, this is looking good. Yeah, like, I, man, I don't even really like, uh, like, like we've talked about before, I really don't like fighting games at all mm-hmm. and one thing i yeah, really yeah. don't like to do is play fighting games online against other people yeah 100 percent. that's just i don't know that's definitely not for me but uh you know i don't know this looks pretty this looks pretty fun. unless it's smash i don't know i might play some smash online i guess mm-hmm. is that really a fighting game though i mean where does that come into play yeah brawlers are slightly different than fighting games yeah but yeah this uh it's definitely looking cool um for sure all right, so All right. let's scoot along. Um, up next is just like a quick thing, just to let everyone know. Um, I think it was as of the 18th, Nintendo um, released their Nintendo Switch Online service. Um, that actually hooks you up with a ton of stuff. Uh, right off the bat, you get 20 free NES games um, that I think are rotating. Mm. Um, but aside from that, uh, you can you know pick from different plans you can pay four bucks a month uh eight bucks for three months or 20 bucks for the year um the 20 bucks a year is saving you you know a good chunk of change and if you want a family plan it's just a little bit more it's 30 uh 35 um but you there is a seven day free trial that you can sign up for um and check out uh what they're offering you and some of the mm-hmm. games that they are offering uh include like double dragon uh, Yoshi, Super Mario Bros, Dr. Mario, the original arcade classic Mario Bros, where it's that uh, that solid level. You're not going through like a standard Super or like Mario Bros game. It's just a no. solid level, and they, you know, the turtles come out of the pipes and the Goombas come out of the pipes, and you have to uh, avoid them and um, uh, like jump on their head. And you can play it two player. Most of these games you can play two player, which is cool. Yeah, um, yeah, online. I played actually a decent amount of. Uh, I think it was River City Ransom. Hmm. Let me see. I think that's what it was. Yep, it was River City Ransom. I and it turns out I really like that game. I, like I like Double Dragon, 
but I think I like River City Ransom more. Mm. Which is weird. It's something that I wouldn't have come up with when I was younger. So, uh, you can go check out all of that out, try out the service, um, as well, you know, it being the cheaper service, it'll still allow you to play, um, like your online games. So if you're anticipating playing, like I said, Super Smash Online, you are going to need this. Mario Kart Online, you're going to need this. Even Fortnite. Um, but it's not just like, I'm just getting these games and I can play online. You can also upload your save data to the cloud. You get special offers. There's a smartphone app that I have yet to download, so I need to do that as well. Um, there are some things that you can, in, in that special offers tab, that you can only get while having... Um, that service, I think we talked about it last week. They're coming out with those NES controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a two-pack for I think fifty bucks, and the only way that you can get that is through the Nintendo Switch or the Nintendo Online Store, and you have to have um, an online account. So that's mm-hmm. pretty. That's pretty cool. It's kind of like, uh, like an elite thing, you know? Yeah. So it's those are going to be pretty we, we expensive on eBay. Yeah, we don't see those very often. So yeah. that's kind of neat. All right. And then the last thing, which um, was kind of the bigger thing, I didn't know whether to put this into the uh, be- the betas and trials section or if I should just put it in the news. So I put it mm. right at the end of one. So this is our segue into weekly news. Um, yeah. Upcoming, they have... Uh, Rockstar has noted that they are going to be doing Red Dead Online. They're doing a public beta in November. Um, And one of the big things that they said is they're not bundling this with um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, So Grand Theft Auto 5, to play Grand Theft Auto Online, you had to have 5. And they didn't want that to be the same the same thing which is really smart i think uh, well i don't know i can't tell yeah uh but it it did create that um i mean it does kind of create that problem of people putting in five and knowing that the only update that they're getting is for online <laughs> Yeah. But in that case, I always like I, I've been saying with Rockstar games. I mean, you're getting a, you're getting a complete game. Like, why do you need more DLC for a game that's already crazy, girthy as hell? Yeah. yeah like, if you want more of Grand Theft Auto Five, that's insane. Damn. That is yeah. a big game. Like, you can beat some video games over a weekend. You can beat some video games in over a week's time. GTA, if you want to complete 100% of everything, you're going to be here for, like, two weeks. And that's, like, not having a lot of downtime. That's, like, mm-hmm. time that, like, like I have two weeks of vacation where I'm going to wake up and play video games. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, it. <laughs> like, it's a big game. Um, yeah. But uh, there is a, uh, like, I grabbed this little excerpt from... Um, Ermin Thar, director of design at Rockstar North, Um, he said that there are a few reasons for this, uh, taking Red Dead uh, online, uh, like out of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, The first is, even though Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Online share the same gameplay mechanics and geography, uh, we see them essentially as separate products that will grow and evolve independent of each other. Uh, We love story-based single-player games, 
and they're the foundation of everything we do. Red Dead Redemption 2 is an uh, absolutely massive story-based game, like I said, um, that we hope people uh, will be lost in for a long time, and we want people to experience everything that the world has to offer before we build um, on that with the online experience. So, mm-hmm. I, to me, hearing that it kind of comes off as, like, okay, this is, like... If you're super interested in the online, if the online portion is bigger than the single player portion, mm-hmm. the main game is going to be big, but you can almost look at it as like a tutorial. It, it, yeah. it could be like a like a sixty hour tutorial for your online experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, kind of like Call of Duty, like we were talking about last week. Right. So I mean. Yeah, you know, he and and he said a he said a bit more there. You can look up some of his. You can look up um, what he said about the game and everything. But uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's shaping up really good. I've been now that we're getting closer to it, and they're sharing more and more about it. Um, mm-hmm. I've been shying away from more and more of it, and not paying attention to like trailers or whatever. Um, yeah. I watched the first trailer. Uh, and then I didn't watch the second gameplay trailer. I don't even know if that's out yet. Like, okay. like I said, I just ignored it. When they, they were talking about possibly doing, or talking about um, showing off how the uh, quick draw mechanic works and some other stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of that. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can expect that and a bit more news as soon as I hear something about it um, on an exact date in November. Um, I will be... Uh, tossing that out over facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc um red dead redemption 2 comes out october 27th so they are giving you time they're saying pick up red dead redemption 2 play red dead redemption 2 and then in november we'll have our online um right which is crazy because november is fucking loaded uh now it's no especially even with online games i mean yeah i mean we have fallout 76 and then pokemon let's go uh pikachu and eevee um so yeah i mean and that's just that's just the big um hunks of meat for that month like like who knows what else is going to be you know what indie darling is going to pop up or whatever Right. So I think Battlefield got moved into November too, or early December. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. It, it got moved to November. Um, yeah. So that's it, you know that'll have the battle royale mode. I'm sure it'll be hogging server space. Yeah. And Call of Duty will come out. I think the same month as Red Dead Two. Earlier in the month, I think it's probably like around um, the 16th or 17th or something. Okay. It's gonna be a lot. <clears throat> it's a lot. All right, but that is everything that we have for all of our alphas, betas, demos, trials, and freebies. We'll jump right into the weekly news. Mm. Uh, yep. That that right there, that burp summarizes our news because yep. it is not fucking good news. None of it is almost... It's a little spicy, but it ain't good. Yeah, it, it comes off a bit spicy. None of it's good. You will get indigestion, right. so uh, you know, be careful. Um so, to start off, we will start off uh, terrible, I guess terrible, but in a, like, not as impactful way. Yeah, I guess if you use it, it is. Uh, YouTube is closing yeah. the YouTube gaming uh, app, um, yeah. which I, I always found it weird to use. I don't know if you've ever used it or found yourself there. I have not. Um, I, I, I found myself there an accident once, and then I was like, oh, what is this? 
Um, so it's a uh, it was a, dedica- a dedicated gaming app. You, like mm-hmm. I never downloaded the app. I actually just used it on the um, like browser. And I would mm-hmm. find myself there every once in a while when I was like looking for like a video for this, for example. I would find myself there for the podcast. Um, it originally launched back in 2015 after uh, Twitch exploded. Uh, YouTube, um, YouTube wanted you know their own thing, uh, their and then slice of the pie, yeah. Twitch was of course bought by Amazon, so that pretty much put the nail in the coffin. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It, I, I, I never had any, um, like I, I mean, I never really like used it. I never like streamed with it or anything. But yeah. um, I know some people probably did. Um, but uh, the company plans to uh, just, I guess, make uh, like some sort of YouTube gaming piece for their main app. Hmm. And I, I guess they're—I mean—they're closing. They're closing the main app, but they're kind of—it's living on within the main site. Um, right. And all that's supposed to be going down March of next year. Um, so I mean, you can continue to use it, but yeah, I mean, it was basically just Twitch for YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything else. To and it's just that. being reintegrated back into the main YouTube site. So yeah, which you know that's. Not a bad thing. I mean, everybody uses YouTube for yeah. anything video oriented, it's, anyway. So. It's really fascinated how like Google controls like so much of internet traffic, and yet they can't hedge in on this shit. Like the uh, what Google Plus or whatever social network never worked. Like, no, it was a good idea. Got, I don't. I don't know if it ever even got like one percent market penetration. It was a good idea, and I was really on board with Google Plus. But, I mean, and that was coming from, like, you know, I had MySpace, and then we moved to Facebook, of course, like everyone naturally did. And Facebook felt like the, like, dumbed-down version of MySpace. It Mm -hmm. was just like, here's everything that you need, but it's so bare-bones. It's like, you, it's like when you go to buy a car and you sit in the deluxe model. And you're like, oh, man, all this is really cool. I have all these, like, heated seats, and I have, like, this changer. And then they're like, well, we do have a, like, like cost-effective model. The budget you, version, yeah. You buy the budget version, and it has fucking crank-up windows, like, manual crank windows. And, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have, like, even windshield wipers near piss. Um, yep. It, it kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. Um, but, but, yeah, the several of their companies have had the same... Kind of like you know they had the uh, you know YouTube gaming here. There's been a couple other things that Google tried to do that just didn't catch on. And it's yeah. kind of interesting how they they have so much like they're such a powerhouse, but they can't like they can't get footing. That that amount of money and support is not enough to overcome and like beat who was there first, basically. Right. Or who happened to catch the wave? I think I think they like if they want to make that happen. They just have to have the bigger dick, and they have to be able to buy that company. Yeah, I mean that's how they did with YouTube. Yeah, that's how they do with that's how they did with YouTube. I mean, bought YouTube. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, if they could have like got in there instead of saying I'm going to compete with Facebook, just mm. bu- fucking bought Facebook, that would have been yep. different. But they would have had to get in way earlier. But but I, I really I really did like Google Plus because it was like 
I don't smart. know. It, it was it was smart. It, everything was all in one place, and I don't know. Womp. All right. All right. Let's move into shit news. Um. Yeah. Continuing to just go and I, I'll take the next two, I guess. All right. Um, but we'll both have plenty to uh, yeah. add to it. Yeah. Um. So earlier in the week, uh, we heard that um, uh, this was on like Monday, Tuesday. We were hearing about this. Uh, Capcom Vancouver, uh, the studio closure there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was the Dead Rising studio is what they were most known for. Um, yeah, and uh, basically it seems like Capcom's trying to sort of relocate all of its uh, business to Japan is sort of how the press release was noted, I think. I wonder why. Um, they did have pretty heavy layoffs at the studio in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that in February they lost 30% of their staff. Yep, that's right. And then um, here on, I guess, Tuesday, 158 additional people lost their job due to the shutdown. Yep. Um, they did say that a skeleton crew will stay until January of 2019 to finalize closure operations and logistics. Uh, possibly get out like one final patch for whatever recent stuff they've been working on. They were working on games there, and it's been canceled. Um I, I wonder if that's going to be moved, though. Like It's possible. They're closing the studio that made um, Dead Rising. It started Dead Rising, right. But I don't think Dead Rising's dead. I think Dead mm-hmm. Rising will live on somewhere. I, I don't think we'll get a Dead Rising game. I mean, do I think I'll, we'll, we'll get a Dead Rising game in the next, like, three years or five years? No. Doubtful. Very doubtful. Yeah. But I do think we'll see probably Frank West cameo in some bullshit. And then, you know, that'll spark up, like, the idea of, oh, man, you know, people really ate that up. Yep. Um, and I think that's good because uh, Dead Rising, the when Dead Rising released, what was it, 4 for the Xbox One? It was, like, a launch title? On launch, yep. I was so was excited for that. I was so excited. And then I played the game. Well, and they, yeah. it, it really needed to be... And it was a big seller. It was mm-hmm. probably... I don't think it was their biggest seller, but it was um, it was the most attractive game at launch for me. Yeah. And it just... I, I don't know. They needed to have... The, the game doesn't feel grounded. It feels... Mm-hmm. I, I've, I think I've said it before. They just feel... It just feels more like a, uh, like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like a modern game. It feels like I'm yeah. playing it feels like a, a PS2 360 era. game. Yeah. Or like a 360, early 360 era game. Exactly. It feels like I'm playing Red Dead, Red Dead 1. And it, sure, Red, you know, or not Red Dead, um, Dead Rising 1. And, hmm. you know, sure, that game was great, but... For the time. For the time. I mean, we're not right. in, you know, 2006 or 5 anymore. It's... Yeah, we've moved on. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm really hoping for. I'm really hoping that, you know, th- it's terrible that the company closed down uh, or the studio closed down and the company is moving their their um, their stuff around, their stuff around like that. Um, but I, I do wonder if like some of these people, I, I do wonder how that how that works. Like 158 people lost their job. Mm-hmm. But they do have other studios elsewhere. I wonder if those people Capcom get prior. Yeah. I wonder if they get priority of saying I am yeah. an em- I was an employee technically, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to move to you know wherever to continue working here. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it would be 
it'll be interesting to uh, to find out just yeah. to see how things work out. But um, some other companies have really been like like open arms with some of the closures we've had. So uh, mm-hmm. it looks like a lot of these people are kind of like branching in their own directions. But I, I do think it would be really nice to see Dead Rising come back. Um, in you know several years here in the future, and uh, you know make like remake themselves. Mm-hmm. That I, I think that would be really good, and the game would blow up. I mean, I think it would do very well. Yeah, I, I mean, it would it could compete with things like um, like Dying Light. You know, mm-hmm. I think it has to be in that in that realm. Yeah. Cool. Um. So and uh, yep, it just the shit show just continues after that. Yeah. Um, so this has had multiple updates, and there's a lot of like kind of shit getting dug out as the story's developing. But uh, as what yesterday, uh, uh, Friday, yeah, Friday, Friday. Um, on Friday, uh, it was like there was not an announcement. It was suddenly a bunch of people that work at Telltale Games were like, "Yo, I just got fired at the end of my or like in the middle of my shift today." Yeah, and. And then there was, like, rumors that's like, yo, what the fuck is going on over there? And then it was like, is the studio shutting down? And then the studio, like, eventually at the end of, like, work day on Friday released a statement. Um, so they, it's still not super known what's going on at Telltale, but it looks like Telltale's done. Um, it appears that they're gearing up to completely shut down. So if you scroll down to the original story, um, basically, uh, Telltale had about 270 employees. They laid off everyone except for 25 with no warning. Nobody knew this was coming. No severance pay. Their yeah. health insurance expires next Friday. Yeah. So, like, they're just toasted. That's, that's insane. That, yeah. Like, they laid off almost 250 people. And this That, that number's been updated, you know? Th- this isn't a studio that... Um, that it, it isn't like a studio like Avalanche where they're like, we don't believe in crunch time you know we work mm. at a casual pace and we get oh the no game they've been, we don't these want people to have been working they've yeah. been working 80 hour weeks since january yeah yeah so i mean like i'm gonna not even go home and sleep i'm just gonna mm-hmm. like take a nap sleep under in the my office desk or sleep in my two car. days in a row and then take half a day off to go sleep you know what i mean like brutal yeah and um you know and tell they got nothing said um, yeah, t- so Wolf Among Us Season 2, done. Stranger Things deal collapsed. Game of Thrones Season 2, not happening. Um, the company claimed that they were going to complete this final season of The Walking Dead with 25 people. That seems I don't think so. a little light, well, especially considering the majority of those people are going to be people doing the paperwork to put a company through bankruptcy. I mean, you don't just say, oh, hey, we're bankrupt, we're out of money, goodbye. Like... It's a no. lot of fucking work. My company is going through a bankruptcy right now that I work at. So, like, it takes forever to yeah. complete bankruptcy. Bankruptcy proceedings can be a, longer than a year. You know what I mean? This is yeah. not Capcom deciding to close one branch, which they can just do whenever they feel like. This yeah. is an entire company collapsing. Yeah, this is this is done. Like, it's, and yeah, they're this publishing. Because they also have a publishing arm. The publishing yeah. is then It's gone. So, um, yeah, sources tell us that everything has been... Update number one, sources tell us everything after The Walking Dead's canceled. Update number two, Telltale has confirmed they laid off 
um, to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and its partners. In other words, it's taking all the money that's left and giving it to ownership instead of anything to employees. Um, Fuck CEO that Peter Hawley, which by the way came in at the end of last year, uh, blamed poor sales as the primary reason of closure. Um, so here they have this statement. It's been an incredibly difficult year. Uh, again, this guy's only been there for the year. Um, unfortunately, we ran out of time. Uh, we released some of our best content and we received a tremendous amount of feedback, but that does not translate to sales. Um, so update number three, uh, Telltale employees have suggested that the remaining employees are not working on The Walking Dead, but instead on the Netflix deal for Minecraft story mode. Um, there's been other sources that are agreeing. Uh, if true, then Walking Dead that Telltale put on the map is doomed to go unfinished, two episodes short of its stated goal. It would also most be the most prominent example of a season pass going unfulfilled. So that raises a lot of questions like, do you have the ability to sue to get a portion of your money back for an uncompleted game that you already paid for that was promised? You know what I mean? Right. And in a really important line here at the bottom, the last sentence, the last section of sentence leading up to the update number two in bold, especially from a company that is seemingly filing for bankruptcy. This ha this company has not filed. Like, they just, in the middle of the day, or early in the day on Friday, they just said, hey, everybody go home. You don't have a job anymore. You're not getting anything. And we don't even know if they're going bankrupt. Right. They could just continue with 25 employees to do something else. Um, we really don't know anything about what's going on here. Uh, so it's... it's very unusual. I found that bar graph that I was talking about before. Um, oh, of their sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of their sales, starting at Back to the Future in 2010, going all the way up to 2017, mm -hmm. uh, Batman. Um, Damn, Back to the Future was their most successful property ever. That, I mean, Back to the Future was successful right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, what is um, owners and player count? Okay. A lot of people own and don't play. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Not even half of people that buy the shit play it. That's crazy. Yep. But, like, look how low it got. Like, they're 27. Is this units sales. on the left? Um, or is that dollars? I would say... It's got to be... Okay, player count. Dollar, it has right? to be units. It has to be units. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Because player count does not translate into uh, dollars, right? That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, owners and dollars. So that's um, that's units. So, so each unit is uh, twenty bucks for season pass or whatever. Twenty five, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So well, it gets kind of um, dicey. It depends on how you're looking. Oh. Well, yeah. How many? Like, how do you count this? Like, are these episodes? I mean, how really many people bought the first episode and didn't buy the and rest nothing of else? It? Yeah. Right. So it gets how many people really got dicey. the first episode for free and only bought episode two and three and then never played four and five? Like. Right. It's really tough. It's really tough. So I don't really know how you calculate that. But man, when you get into like Batman, Guardians of the Galaxy, Minecraft Season 2, um, the, Even uh, Walking the first Dead Batman Season Telltale two. series, Walking Dead Michonne, Minecraft Story Mode. Even Walking Dead Season horrific. 2 is crazy to me. Look at that jump. Yeah. It has dropped by more than half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wolf Among Us, I, I kind of expected that to be about that level of popularity. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they said, other than The Walking Dead, and for some reason, Minecraft, they said everything else was unprofitable. I don't know how Minecraft is profitable. Mine they must have been able yeah, to there's... make it with, like, four people. Well, I guess more people did play Minecraft, though. Like, look at the... I mean, the 
played compared to owned, but they don't give yeah. a shit who plays it. If you buy it, I don't care if you fucking play the game. But if you From play it, then you're more than likely to buy the next. If it's episodic, I, I, I don't. I don't know, I don't know like, if those. Uh, I don't know if those numbers add out according to this graph. Almost everybody that bought Guardians of the Galaxy played it, but they're still fucked. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like it didn't save the company, obviously. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, um, we have a couple other sort of negative, I guess, stories. But these are the big ones. Like, this is brutal. I mean, this is uh, you know, Capcom. This and there was another studio that had closed, um, like a smaller studio that had smaller layoffs, like fifty people laid off, maybe, which is still massive. But you know, it's better than two hundred and fifty. Um, yeah. There's 400 people got laid off this week. Yeah. In the game industry. Like, this is, we're really hitting a point where we're starting to see, like, a lot of these business practices are unsustainable. Um, You know, you can't just, as much as it is, like, as a normal person with a normal amount of money that a regular person has access to, you can fix things by throwing money at it. If your house is being kind of shitty, you can put money into it and it'll be better. It may right. not be efficient. That might not be the right thing to do. But you can just dump money and resources on it and it'll be fixed. That's not how well, it sure. works in the business world. You know? Again, we were just talking about Google. Like, you can put as much money down on Google Plus as you want and it's never going to happen. Facebook already just defeated that market. There's just nothing there. You know? Um, you can put as much money down as the YouTube gaming app as you want. It's not going to usurp Twitch. It's never going to happen. You could advertise right. it. 24-7 on every single YouTube video has a there, YouTube gaming ad. Doesn't matter. I mean, there are rare instances where that happens. And the first one that comes to mind would be, like, PUBG being, like, the leader and then Fortnite kind of coming up with a... Yeah, that's that's very thing. rare. But... It's rare, yeah. Fortnite taking off was not because Epic put a fuck ton of money down on it. It's because it was free. Right. You know, and it, once they started getting the ball rolling, they put a bunch of money down advertising it, and they put all their resources on keeping the battle royale mode working and everything. But it caught on on its own, on its own merit, and sort of the ability for you could play it for free. And not to mention, anyone, anyone in the world can play it, kind of like League of Legends. It rolls smoother um, too. <laughs> right. It, I mean, smooth. it's just a. I mean, the resources are you can't compare. Yeah. You know. Uh, like, what Epic can put behind something compared to what some dude that used to be a professional modder can put behind something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, this has really been pushing a lot of like, are video games sustainable? Are we charging the right price for video games? Do we need to find out new revenue models? Yeah. Um, I mean, this I, has I really been pushing. Uh, go ahead. I'm not sure if like, like what to like, I mean, you can attribute most of this to just bad business practice. Mm-hmm. But game model wise, like this is part of the fear I think of doing episodic games. Oh yeah, like you, like uh, like us, we're the like we're, we're part of the problem. People waiting yeah. until it's all out to buy. Well, I mean, it's you know it's part of the thing. Like if somebody makes a TV show and they put a bunch of money into it, and a lot of people work really hard on it, and they do a great job, and then nobody likes it and it gets canceled, that just happens sometimes. Right. Like, you, you don't get to control how the market accepts your like idea. creative work. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that that's true of anything. Like, I know people that have started their own business and it didn't go anywhere. Um, you know, have made their own thing and it didn't catch on. So, two people that I know that both have 
um, you know, a group of friends, both from the Cleveland uh, game developer scene, both had a Kickstarter that was both realistic goals, that both had a prototype, that both had something you can play now, both had a demo. Uh, they were both sharing videos and updates of a similar time frame, similar amount of money they were asking for. One crushed it and got stretch goals and his game's going to come out on the Switch. The other one didn't make half of his request. Right. It, you know, what's the difference? One was a single, uh, well, it, it's going to have a multiplayer mode, but essentially a single player puzzle game. The other one was like sort of like a Bomberman style multiplayer. You can do it online. You can do it on the same couch. You'd think the multiplayer one would do better. And that's the one that failed. Yeah, you'd think. Um, you don't get to decide how the world accepts your shit that you made. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, there's a lot of very bad business practices. They treated their employees like shit. Um, I mean, this goes so bad as like, there's a couple of really vocal former employees that are just talking mad shit on the company online, basically. Oh yeah. Um, and well, I mean, they got nothing. They got literally. Oh, they nothing. got totally fucked. It's they like got literally, they didn't get a twenty dollars gift card to Starbucks. You know what I mean? No, they they went into the work. Didn't they didn't buy donuts for them that morning? Like they got nothing. Yeah, they went into work and then they were like, "Okay, I'm gonna sit down and start to get to work." They probably worked half a day, and when they went to lunch, they just said, "Don't come back." Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, so you have to translate that they're in the Bay Area or whatever. Most expensive place to live in the U.S. Right. Um, so there's a lot going on. But there also has been really good arguments that's like, these, this like 400 jobs vanishing in a week, maybe this is the thing that's starting to really push the idea that game devs should unionize like the movie industry has, right. like the music industry has. A lot of people have. You know, right? Um, it's weird that we that the game industry hasn't, uh, you know, being it's, it, across it came out the, of the software industry. I mean, yeah, being games were across the board more successful than the other medias. Oh, that's why. I mean, you have to look at like, and a lot of people are still making these similar kinds of arguments, and it's kind of fucked up to see, like. Sometimes you're correct, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so somebody got hired by telltale and moved cross country last week yeah they were continuing to hire and make people uproot themselves and move to the most expensive place to live in the u.s the bay area a week before they fucked everybody you know what i mean yeah that's they, rough do, that's like really were bad. you doing were you doing your accounting on thursday morning and you were like oh wait i forgot to carry the zero we're fucked <laughs> like that doesn't happen that's not a comma you know I mean? that's a decimal point Huh. Yeah, exactly. Like that that didn't happen. So right. it's not like somebody made an innocent mistake and they just thought they could pull through and they couldn't. Like they knew it wasn't going to happen. They knew the company was fucked. Yeah. And part of this layoff, the fact that they haven't declared bankruptcy yet means they're moving as much cash out of the sinking ship as they can. Yeah. That's bullshit. And um you know, a lot of the devs are like, "You know what? I put in weekend hours. I worked late every single day for months." And I didn't get anything for it. Even the voice actress, like that does um, Clementine's yeah. voice. Clem. She was out there and she was like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be a good send-off. Like, think about all of the E3 stuff, press that she did. Yeah. And, you know, she, so she stoked. She didn't have any idea like, this was coming. It, yeah, no idea. She got blindsided as well. I wonder how much, yep. man, I wonder how far into this, you know. Episode two. Uh, she no, I recorded mean, episode two, and uh, she hasn't done anything on episode three. You don't think even the recordings were done? That's interesting. That's, that's what I she feel said. like all... she released something today that said um, 
you know, I don't think we'll hear anything else. I mean, you know, Telltale was known for implementing people's comments into the new episodes as they were coming out. Okay, yeah. So, again, something that possibly doomed them because they could have possibly set things up ahead of time and pushed it out a little quicker and easier, not right, have to scramble right. like South Park style, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's been a really huge cry on this one that's like, um, you know, people are saying like, okay, a union wouldn't stop a business from failing, but it wouldn't be allowed to ax its people. It wouldn't be allowed to hire somebody a week before it closed and throw them out with nothing. And it would and help the people. They did that not pay... They did not pay relocation money. This person moved on their own dime. Yeah. Which, by the way, never do. That was one of my first words of advice from (laughs) someone in the industry. If they want you bad enough, they will will pay for you to come out. And it's one of those things where, like, if you want to be somewhere anyways and you're already doing it, maybe do it in that case. Because it does help to be local. But, like, San Francisco, man, that's hard. It's really fucking hard to do. To get a one-bedroom apartment for two thousand a month, you know what I mean, with no yep. job. So it's it's totally fucked up. Um, so there's been a lot of fighting for that, and it's like you know people argue and they're like, you know that'll hurt the company's profits. Maybe games will become more expensive because the company's not going to want to lose money. They're just going to want to shove it onto the consumer. Um, you know, games are not going to be as good because SJWs are going to blah blah whatever. Like it, you know, it, it, like I don't really give a shit because. I, I kind of have a different perspective. You have a different perspective because mm-hmm. we know people that are making these games. We know somebody that was laid off at Capcom. Yeah. Um, I don't know personally, but I know of a couple people that were laid off at uh, Telltale. Like, I would go to lunch with the guy that was laid off right. from Capcom. Like, we sat next to each other in college. Yeah. Yeah. We almost got him to do a Dungeons & Dragons game with us, and he didn't. Yep. So, like, it's different when you know the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Because then suddenly they're a real person and not just some robot that makes games that you like. Yeah. But some of the shit that people are saying is just totally fucked up. Like, uh, I mean, there's several people that, you know, they've never, they've never, uh, specifically tried to pursue gaming as a career or anything. And they're like, uh, at least that guy got the chance to work at his dream company. At least he did get hired. Nobody talks to me. It's like, that's because you don't have any talent and you can't work here. Yeah. Like, this like, guy got fucked. You didn't spend you're like 80k to go to fucking, to go to yeah. school and learn how to do this, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, not that, only that, like, you don't have to do that. Of course, there's a guy that made Stardew Valley instead of going to college. Right. Mad, mad ups on that. There's, but like... like Man, that's such a uh, rare case, though. That's like a Kevin okay, Smith dude, story. Like, somebody who's a bagger at Walmart doesn't deserve treatment like this. Right. You know what I mean? And this is someone that you supposedly idolize that's making your favorite shit. There's, like, the, I mean, the, the, there's the two... Kind, like, I saw one tweet from someone that worked at, I think, Telltale. And he was like... Uh, I mentioned it to you before the show. He's like, you know, you're getting paid this much money. Don't you know, stress yourself about crunch time. Don't do overtime. That's not going to help you. You know, don't work more than you have to because the industry doesn't care about you. I just lost my job and I don't get a severance. I get nothing. And now I live here in this place where I'm probably going to have to go down the street and find a shit job. Well, you that's know, something you have looking. to think of. Like, when you're offered, uh, if you're getting paid hourly, 
uh, work as many hours as you want. That's up to you. Right. You know, especially if you're going to get a time and a half on overtime or whatever. Right. Right. You can, you live your own life in that case. But if you're getting a salary, that Which, salary is, you're paid a salary for the minimum amount of time that you can possibly do your job. Yep. You know what I mean? They give you, so like me, for example, I get a salary to show up 40 hours a week to do work during 40 hours a week. I'm not expected to work during my one hour lunch break. So I guess 36 hours a week or whatever, 35 hours a week. Mm -hmm. But those are the expectations. Now, if something special is going on, some special case, I get called in, I record that. And I don't get paid extra. I don't get overtime, but I can bring that up later if I need to. Yeah. If I'm like, yo, I want an extra vacation day because I can show you right here. I've worked an extra two and a half days in the last month. I want my fucking day. For real. I mean, yeah. I mean, if your salary and you make, you know, uh, or you work 40 hours a week, like, don't even work 40.01 hours. Like, there's no point. Um, You know for sure they don't get that extra .01 out of me. (laughs) But, exactly. But if you have to, you know, I guess write that down and, like you said, request something else for it. And you can always bring, I mean, that's something you can bring up if it ever comes time to a raise or whatever. But that, I mean, even that is already too big a picture. Like, when they... When the company agreed to a certain salary for you, they agreed to the absolute minimum amount you'd be willing to do. Right. And they might have something that says, hey, for people that go above and beyond, you get a bonus. Hey, for people that do extra, we give you an extra day. If you have six six days per year, I probably should have picked a number that didn't sound like the same word. If you have five sick days a year that the company pays you for, mm-hmm. you better take fucking five days off a year. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't take them, they don't give you a bonus. No. Nope. You know? For and sure. it's like, okay, yeah, I want... So, like... If Telltale made more money, would it still be open? Yes. I mean, that's pretty... From what they're saying, that's pretty clear. Mm -hmm. So, if they just paid their employees worse, or if a couple of employees would have worked an extra couple hours, would the company still be open? Maybe. But that's not incumbent on them. That's incumbent on the company to figure out. You know? You as an employee, it's good for you if your company stays open, but it's not your job to maintain profitability. You know? Right. So, like, this CEO was a former, uh, this new CEO was, like, a former Zynga, like, buddy of one of the investors. And he pretty clearly came in and shilled and just took all the money and is just going to fuck all the employees. Who gives a shit? And uh, that's, like, I don't think that Telltale deserves to be the number one storytelling game or whatever. Like, that, that's not true of any company. If they're, If it's doomed to go, then it's going to go one way or another. But... You don't have to do this to your employees. You know, they, they could sure. have implemented a hiring freeze in February when they laid off 15% of their staff. And that they said, you know what? We're not going to hire anybody new. We're not going to make anybody move cross country. We're not going to make somebody think that they have a future here when we don't know what's going on with our company. Yep. That yeah. would have been the stand up thing to do. But on the flip side, I mean, the, I mean, we've seen a lot of, um, a lot of tweets and things that have just been sent out to people in the industry you know, saying like, "Look, we know shit. Like, we know shit went down. Like, uh, yeah. Ubisoft San Francisco. They tweeted, yeah. Telltale job, folks. Meet us Monday. Um, They're having like an open at, house uh, on the patio of BJ's in San Rafael, starting at 4:30 p.m. Let's talk about job opportunities over some food and drinks on our treat. That's so, crazy. That's awesome. That is yeah. like the most stand-up you know shit you can do. French company." extremely unionized yep in france not in the u.s of course but um you know this is like france is essentially a giant workers union (laughs) 
Yeah, Ninja Theory is even like, hey, we're starting to hear about Telltale. Uh, check out yeah, our stuff. We have a ton openings. of vacancies. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sony has so, a I mean, lot of vacancies right now. The, the industry is trying to help. But, like, you know, there's there's been a lot of comments, and I agree that, like, it would be really cool if certain things happened. Like, if Sony just said, you know what? We're going to be the storytelling studio. We're buying Telltale. That'd be mm-hmm. great. If Microsoft, who's been trying to gear up for a sort of games-as-a-service platform, Telltale be great for that because they know how to do that episodic rollout show, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't even know if Telltale is for sale. We don't know if they're trying. Well, they wouldn't to stay even. Open. You wouldn't. You would get pretty much nothing from Telltale though from buying them. At this point. At this I point, mean, I mean, you're, like, you don't you're, have the contacts to any of those employees. You don't have the talent. They all hate the company now. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to want to come back. Um, they've been treated like shit. It's got her- terrible business practices for the last you know couple of years. So like. But when they were looking down the barrel of that, of that layoff. That that thirty percent layoff in February. If they had reevaluated and then like, we need to figure this out. And e- like even then, I, I think it might have been too late. But if yeah. they could have like a pro- like, you know, brought it I mean, up. Look, we want to bring this. Yeah, you know, we want to bring this out. This, you know, it sure it's not making a ton of money. But you know, if with with help, it could make more money. We need to up- first off, they needed to update their fucking engine nineteen years ago. Yeah, like there's a lot of little things that um, that well, weren't working. Apparently, um, this isn't like confirmed fact or anything, but the layoffs were used to get rid of high salary employees. So they got rid of people that had been there for a long time that were making a lot of money. Yeah, and then they kept all the newer, younger people, and then of course they continued to hire for probably bare bones, you know, chicken scratch ass money for sure. And then uh, here we are. So we'll. We'll be keeping an eye out on that. I mean, Telltale is something that, like... I actually played a couple of Telltale games before I played Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Well, one Telltale game. I played the Jurassic Park game they made before yeah, I played I, Walking Dead. I played the Texas Hold'em game and then uh, Back to the Boof. Future. So, um, you know, I, I'm not, like, a huge fan or anything. Uh, this is not, like, a Bioware-level closure to me. You know, but um, it's something I'm going to keep keeping my eye on. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to update as I hear more stuff in the future. I don't know that there's much more to be heard about this. Yeah, I think this but, is pretty uh, cut and dry at this point. Um, yeah, they're not going to like they're just like you said, they're, they're not going to reverse decision. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to get as much money out of it as they can. Um, yeah. And then after that's said and done, they're going to go ahead and you know hit that bankruptcy button. Those 25 employees will go on to drag down <laughs> i don't know i don't know about drag down they'll get hired by ea they'll get hired by someone else and then you know that, that'll be someone else's problem um, when they all get when they all get get hired by ea and get moved to bioware i'm gonna fully shit <laughs> all <laughs> right let's, so um let's cruise I guess, right, all, right along yeah, kind of happier news um yeah actually there was like a big uh bob Iger uh of disney talk that went up on hollywood reporter you mm-hmm. motherfuckers putting ads on me um, rat motherfuckers um i mean they were they were really talking about a lot but the the big keys are that um the fox deal is going through uh 20th century yeah. fox. um so he all kind of the marvel licenses that fox had are reverting back to disney 
Right. Um, and he kind of talks about where things are going with that. Other things he kind of highlights um, are his plans for the Disney um, uh, streaming service and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, I, the first thing that I saw was the fact that uh, um, Kevin was a Fiji. Um, Fiji? 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 Yeah. Um, the dude who's been doing the, um, the MC, like all the stuff for the MCU. Um, Mm. he, like the first hot thing that I saw was he's going to be tackling the X, like X-Men movies. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. And that immediately started conversation between myself and a few other people, um, on, you know, like what you know what we think is going to happen and where they're going to go with it um i've already seen i I, i'm pretty sure it's all fan made um but some avengers versus x-men posters um Mm -hmm. which in most recent memory it's one of my favorite things that have happened in the marvel universe uh just having the x-men with the phoenix force which you know Jean Grey, basically. That spirit that was in Jean Grey that caused her to freak out and kill stuff. Um, Going into other members of the X-Men. And then Mm -hmm. the Avengers are like, we gotta put them down. Yeah. So it brings on things like um, Juggernaut versus Hulk. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that's... It's it's not a fight. But in the beginning, it's a little bit of a fight. Yeah. Because Juggernaut's unstoppable, and the Hulk has to just get mad enough to be able to stop him. So it may, it's super interesting. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, I, um, I, I don't think that's happening. I think they're just trying to figure out how to worm their... Uh, uh, worm mutants and the properties that were owned by Fox back into mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe. Disney. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then... Um... They kind of went on to uh, talk about Star Wars a little bit, and he said, you know, we're definitely going to be slowing down the release of Star Wars movies. We have J.J. making uh, Episode Nine. Um, we have the Game of Thrones creators, uh, Benioff and Weiss, who are working on a saga of their own that we haven't really heard anything about. Uh, he said, so right now we're, we're making decisions about what comes after Episode Nine. Uh, I think we're going to be a little bit more careful about volume and timing. Yeah. So... Um, Definitely, that was inevitable after uh, Solo really failed to find a market, which I think was a really good Star Wars movie. Um, I got the 4K pre-ordered and coming to me here in a couple days. I love but, the uh, I love the the line that's right above that. So Deadpool could become an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, he's like, who knows? <laughs> Deadpool. Fucking... Deadpool is like he tried to be an X Men for so long. Uh-huh. And he wanted to be an X-Men. And they're like, no, get out of here. You're too fucked up. That's funny. Like, you look like an avocado's nutsack. And uh, uh-huh. they just kept, like, pushing him out of there. Because, I mean, Deadpool kills people. <laughs> he doesn't. And then that's where um, X-Force mm. was created. Which, if you've seen Deadpool 2, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and, yeah, that's that's fun. So, the idea, like, I don't think he could be an adventure. But I think it would be funny as an outsider of him to, like walk in, he'd be like, oh, wrong film. Go into, like... <laughs> like, there's a lot of fun to be had, especially yeah. with Deadpool in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a great idea to slow down Star Wars. I think we were getting a bit too much. Yeah, um, I mean, they were releasing fast. movies within six months of each other. I think if Solo would have come out this holiday, 
it would have done a lot better. Yeah. Because um, you got to keep I mean, people yearly, Yeah, I don't know. Yearly is pretty rough. But, like, that hasn't slowed down the Avengers line. There's a Avengers movie. Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Captain America 2. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man now. I guess that's a different franchise well, or whatever, but, you know. Well, I do look at things like... I, I, I mean... Star Wars wants to outdo itself. I don't think it wants to stay on par with itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Whereas the Marvel movies definitely like the Avengers. It goes wants to up and the down. Previous, but everything else exactly goes up and like Ant Man and Wasp. Like there's no way it held a candle to like even something like like the worst Iron Man movie. Three. Yeah. <laughs> well, two and three are both pretty bad. Right. But uh, yeah, so you know it's yearly was a little quick um and every half year is way too quick and that just ain't gonna fly so definitely that's but that's yeah, toasted i i really like what they're talking about disney seems to have a really solid plan on what they're uh mm-hmm. like what they're doing and you know they've been in the 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 news for negative things too like james mm-hmm. gone and blah 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 um but their, I think their business mind is right where it needs to be. For they have their like, they have their finger on the pulse of what people are talking about and what they want. And right. yeah, that's awesome. Like that's exactly what I want. I want. I don't want Star Wars as fast because, like I, like I still haven't seen Solo. I need to see Solo, mm-hmm. and I haven't. Solo's seen good. And it's I really good. and Star Wars. And that's one of those things I go would go out of my way to go to the theater to see. But it so happens, and when it came out, I was out of town. And then the next mm-hmm. weekend, I had plans. And, you know, you go two weekends out of, like, release, you know, theatrical release, I start to forget about it. Until it comes out on, you know, DVD or whatever. Yeah. Blu-ray. You know, it just, I, I don't know. Um, but I think this, them acquiring um, Fox, uh, like, Marvel-wise, that's awesome. Yeah. Kind of reunite almost everything except for Spider-Man from Sony, right? Grim saying <laughs> love the bit says purist upset as getting booze in Disney Star Wars land. I was so yeah. excited about that. I was actually just talking to someone about that last weekend. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was so fucking rad. It was like Cantina, if I walk in there and it's playing any other song. Then the, you know, I'll be so mad. And then they're like, Swashed. they're going to also have alcohol. I was like, so that song's playing forever. Okay. Now we're talking. Um, I actually just uploaded a video. I was uh, in the, I got an early access to um, the Toy Story section of Hollywood Studios. And they're building right like next to that. They're building the Star Wars piece it's like right by hollywood studios and while i was riding uh one of the roller coasters there um like i looked over on my first ride and i was like holy shit that's where they're building all the star wars stuff second time i was like manhandling my phone and recording the whole thing and i was like it's over there like yeah so yeah um yeah, Grim said, imagine working at the cantina that only plays that one song. <laughs> well, we did. We worked at we worked at GameStop where they fucking yeah, basically. circled the same... Hey there, gamers. Ready to see the same commercial you just saw five minutes ago? 
<laughs> they had terrible people on their television too. Yep. Oh man, they were not. They were it was so like. If I had to hear that Elysium trailer Cringy. one more time, I, it, like uh, I, I liked the movie after I watched it. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, I hated that trailer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, All anyway. Right, so, <laughs> speaking of Disney. Speaking of Disney. Um, um, yeah, so we got some more uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 info. We've seen the official box art. And uh, well, this was the um, the Big Hero World. Yeah, this was the Big Hero 6 trailer coming out of uh-huh. the Tokyo Game Show this year. Um, I'll kind of scrub through. They showed some kind of neat things. Some char- you know, some of the characters and what they look like. Um, which... Mm you know what you expect and then you get to see the animation what sora looks like um and some gameplay too yeah oh okay some some mini games and stuff um yeah this is going to be a lot of fun i i i don't know i i was kind of like curious on what like how i would feel playing this game Mm -hmm. you know whether it would be like like nostalgic or whether i would just you know, kind of be sick of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I waited so long and then this is it, you know, being underwhelmed. But this, I mean, it looks really, really solid. Yep. So, um, we were, uh, who, it was Drake that asked last week what, um, like what world we would want in here if we yeah, could have. I don't anything. know what I would add at this point, really. At, yeah, at this point, it's like they've added everything that I am interested in. Uh, I mean, Final Fantasy-wise, I mean, I guess they could maybe start branching into that a bit more. Maybe they can just add the whole game of Final Fantasy VIII since it's not coming out of modern (laughs) stuff. Yeah, you could go with, like, (laughs) you sit down, like, there's just a chair with, uh, there's just a chair with a switch, and it's the only way that you can play that game. That would be really funny. Damn, that's brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That one's in there. Uh, but the box art looks really cool. Uh, throwback mm-hmm. to what the uh, original box art looks like, where they're kind of just like all looking off yeah. into the distance. Um, and mm. I, I couldn't find a better image. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, uh, it was kind of tough to find was, a good image. Of I, I didn't just want to like have like a Google search up with like a bunch of like a holes. This is what we think it looks like. It's like it's already yeah, done. Nice. You can take that I down. That. That's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, this one's coming out January, late January. I think it's like 26th or 28th. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, this one's 29th. Yeah, so this one's January is pretty jam-packed. So, yep. that's what we have to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, and more... more <laughs> is this... Is this bad news? I'm not a big Vita fan. So this is good know. news to me. This is, this is good news to him. Um... Vita, the PlayStation Vita uh, production is going to end in 2019 with no successor planned, which is right on track with them uh, ending for PlayStation Plus, getting PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita games. Um, So this Mm -hmm. isn't a surprise to me at all. Um, But the idea of not having a successor plan is a little surprising. Uh, I'm kind of curious on what that means. They they always half-ass their way. They're they're just exiting the... um... I guess the handheld market, right? I, well, I don't know. I think that they probably have a bigger plan for incorporating the handheld mm. uh, into their main console. Yeah. 
I don't know. I could see that happening. Hmm. So I, I don't know how that would work or what it would incorporate, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, what's Grim talking about over here? Nobody ever knows what Grim's talking um, about. Oh, he's thinking there's probably going to be Star Wars tie-ins. See, that was one thing that we kind of talked about. I think it would be bad. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I... I, um, I can't do it. I don't know. I'm doing it. I, I, I don't basically. think Star Wars has a place, and I don't think Marvel has a place in yeah. Kingdom Hearts. I well, just, maybe some, you know, other than Big Hero, I guess, is Marvel, but it's, like, very, like, off to the side, I guess. Yeah, it's not, it's not, like... I don't think comic book-oriented things have... I, should, I guess I shouldn't say Marvel. I should say, like, comic book. If you have a comic book, maybe you shouldn't be in there. Because you have your own thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And even though they're giving the Vita the axe, it looks like, instead of, like, doing a handheld, they're going to be like, hey, let's just bring out a whole bunch of smaller versions of our old consoles. Um, so Sony revealed that the PlayStation Classic mini console... Um, you know, it's coming with two controllers, 20 games preloaded. We don't know what all of those games are. The ones that we do know, Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. Um, man, I see, I, I like um, the idea of the console, I guess. I, I, I see why they're doing it. Um, mm. it. For people who are really into Sony... You know, and this yeah. might have been their first console. This could be, like, this is really big. Like, my first console was this uh, was the Nintendo Entertainment System. So when I saw that, I was like, "That's awesome," but then I'm like, "But I still have that console, so why do I need that?" And I, I, you know, I feel the same way. But some of those people don't have that console anymore, and there's no real way to get I mean, a hold of some of these games. Uh, again, I've been saying this with all of the you know, re-released mini consoles or whatever, like, just make that shit playable on your modern shit. Exactly. And that's... Like, but that doesn't make them as much money, and they can't... Right. Like, they, they, they can't... Artificially control supply and shit. Right. So, they, they can kind of curb that, that like, want. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I totally, from a business standpoint, totally understand. The one thing that I think is really weird is mm-hmm. this thing does not come with an AC adapter. <laughs> you have That's to buy right. that separate. So how this That's thing really runs, gross. everybody who buys this console is expected to have uh, a, a smart TV with an HDMI port because this thing will get all of its power from your television. Yeah, if you have... Um, yeah, they do have, like, powered... Uh, HDMI ports. They have uh, Ethernet over HDMI and stuff, but that's assuming that the port is on both units. Like, if you plug it into a non-powered HDMI port, it'll not start. Right. It won't have any power. So... So, I don't know. It's weird, um, but nostalgia-wise, coming out um, December 3rd, right before Christmas for 99 bucks, which I think 99 is probably a bit, definitely a bit much. Um, mm. I, I think this will be, I think it'll sell well. And I think it's first few, um, like productions of the console will sell out. Mm-hmm. We won't be able to find them. Um, yep. 
and you know they're doing it at the right time. They know you know do it at Christmas. So like oh look what I got you for Christmas. This is the surprise. Um, it, you know it's, I guess it's one of those things. So mm-hmm. I, I I get it, but uh, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just I think it's a uh, it's very exploitative to put this kind of stuff out and then not support like this is Sony directly saying, hey, I'm really I know you guys are really into backwards compatibility. I know you love these old games. Don't play them on PS4. Right. So I'm trying to find where they show all of the games again. There they are. Um, so like I said, Final Fantasy VII, Jump Flash, Ridge Racer, uh, Type Four, Tekken Three, Wild Arms, twenty games. What else? should be loaded on this thing there's a whole list or don't we know the whole list or is that just the only ones they've announced this is all they've announced not given a full list okay yeah um well what's the cheapest shittiest stuff you could put on something that you know people I'm, are gonna buy anyway i'm trying to think that's of, what'll be on it i'm trying spyro to one maybe okay yeah cool. i could see spyro one being on there i could see spyro and, it, and crash both it would not be a loss to put uh spyro on it because if anybody wants the new one they'll be buying that anyways yeah. So there's no negative. I don't. Th- um, yeah, I think that'll probably be the reason that it wouldn't be on there. Is that right? You know, they would. That's possible. Like, like that. Um, I wonder about Crash. I wonder if Crash Bandicoot will be on. That could there. be cool. Um, um, Monster Rancher One would completely. I would buy it if it had Monster Rancher on it. Interesting. Even after all this hate, I love Monster Rancher, and there will never be another one, and I'm very disappointed. Gex would be rad. Gex. I don't think they put Gex Screen in there. Has just been be- begging. Just because he's so. Like, he's so risque. He's kind of like Conker from Conker's <laughs> Bad Fur Day, you know? Yeah, he's like a junior Conker almost. Dino Crisis 2. Okay. Okay. Is that... Is that, okay. that was, was that announced? Oh, he says Dino Crisis in Resident Evil 2. Dino Crisis would okay. be really fucking cool. Like, I, I heard I'm, about Dino Crisis, so he might be right. I'm begging for a Dino Crisis, like anything, just because that game mm. was so cool. Um, I mean, it's Jurassic Park in Resident Evil Land. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. No, I never had a PlayStation 1, so... Okay. Yeah, I mean, this was... Um, I mean, this was a pretty pivotal console for everybody. You know, if you were gaming and you were going from, like, the Super Nintendo. You know what I mean? Which is where a lot of people went from. They went from Super Nintendo or Sega um, to, like, this. You know, uh, even if you pretty much ended up getting a... Uh, like a Dreamcast, you still ended up mm-hmm. here. Even if you got a 64, you pretty much still ended up here. Yeah. I mean, I would say the turnover rate was pretty high. Um, but yeah, I do think that some of these are weird. Like, I, I don't think I've ever played uh, Jumping Flash. I, I have no idea what that is. Would you even want to? I, maybe, maybe a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. I was really open. Like, I wasn't as cynical as I am today. Like, I played Tekken 3, you know, I played Ridge Racer and Final Fantasy, and uh, I even touched Wild Arms a little bit, but hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. Ramp, ramp. Next one's out about you. I don't know. Uh, Anything yeah, about this so, one? Um, this is some more, well, I don't have too much to go off of here. Actually, let me uh, open up some backup information channels for myself here and contact my dark web contacts. I'm in. Um, so we got a uh, director for the 25th uh, James Bond movie. The final one with Daniel Craig. And he is fucking outie as soon as he gets a chance. Um, 
Good so God. we're looking at a release date of February 14th, 2020. Uh, and the new director is Kerry Fukunaga. Um, known for... Hold up. Hold on now. Just give me... Oh, oh yep. Oh, e. Um, producer for the Netflix uh, show Beasts of No Nation. Uh, the director of a Spanish language film um, directed Noble Assassin Shockwave, The American, The Black Count, Untitled Carrie Fukunaga Project. LOL. Um, Wait. Maniac TV miniseries on Netflix. Where are you getting his name from? I'm not. Uh, I looked at the top. I keep. I do keep seeing. Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Kerry. It's right after her. Uh, exclusive. Oh, it is. It is. I, I don't know why I didn't see his first name. I just saw the Joji Fukunaka. He's not highlighted. Like, huh. Every every other name in this entire thing is like hyperlinked except for his. Which yeah. Is really weird. Um, the first American-born director to be directing a Bond film. Bum, bum, bum. Kind of odd. But yeah, he was also known for a couple episodes, eight episodes of True Detective. Um, directed the uh, Jane Eyre um Remake, not really remake, but a recent one, 2011, uh, and several uh, Spanish language movies. Hmm. Good action director, I'd say. Cool. Um, and I, very like stylish director. So I haven't been into. The I'm da- not gonna watch it. I haven't been into the Daniel Craig James Bond. I, I don't know why. I haven't been into any James Bond. Like some of the older stuff, I kind of got into. Like um, growing up, like the Pierce Brosnan stuff was okay mm. for me, but. Okay. Yeah, I never got into it too, too crazy, and I don't know. I guess it fell off as I got older. Um, watch when Idris Elba is James Bond. Yeah, good luck with that. The next one's totally up your alley, too. This is highly my this shit. Oh, okay, yeah. So not only did we have... Um, <laughs> so we just had, uh, on Netflix, you can definitely go catch the entire series, first season of The Dragon Prince, which is an animation studio made by some of the original people that worked on Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, so we're just continuing that full speed fuck train with uh, Netflix producing a new live action Avatar The Last Airbender series. Yep. Um, fuck train inbound. So yeah, they said um, uh, a single. all that exists currently is a single piece of concept art showing the silhouetted Aang petting Air Bison Appa in an icy field. Um you know, we probably won't see any product for at least a couple of years. Because uh, mm-hmm. this is literally, this deal was just made. Uh, the cartoon series spawned a movie directed by M. Night Shyamalan, which was pure that, shit. That did incredibly well. It actually <laughs> did pretty well. They made a lot of money. I bet like, they did. You know. They pissed a lot of people I mean. off, but they made a lot of money. Pissed me right off. So yeah. uh, they said it, a really integral part is that um, the uh, they're going to make sure that the cast is the race that they were in the animated series and not just all 11 year old white people you're just like i know after i saw the movie it's not the theater's fault but i pooped in that chair and closed it (laughs) yeah i understand that the amc didn't do anything to me personally but i burned the theater down oh man it was not good i own it (laughs) so you watched it you were pissed and then you I've went out several and times. you bought it. Well, what's brutal is that, like, the idea of a live-action Avatar is really good. Because sure, yeah. it's got, like, really fascinating, like, the idea of, like, people have come up with these certain ways to make things in the environment work differently. Like, 
it's like a really like weird version of magic basically right that i'm really into um so that there's like some fake science behind kind of that they get like how they make this work hmm. interesting and I, I never really so, got really like into avatar at all that, that was never i was my big jam it's it's definitely my jam it's only three seasons baby yeah easy watch it in one day probably yeah i mean I, i'm always been a huge fan so um i'm happy to see there's sure. gonna be more and the, like i said the dragon prince is sort of that spiritual successor um that's been going really well also uh like i said over on netflix and meanwhile i'm over here not watching this but just watching ninja uh teenage mutant ninja turtles just be butt fucked literally to death mm. like it's like they're dead you can stop hitting them yeah. donatello literally Bum, bum, bum. All right, and in the last little piece of news, um, I talked about some of the Pokemon ongoings that happened. Um, you can find uh, Mewtwo in standard raids um, for a period of time. I'm not sure. Just uh, yesterday we had um, our community day, which was, uh, I think you said the name was Chikorita. I always forget that Pokemon. Anything past Gen 2, I pretty much forget the name. Um, yeah. But as well... Uh, people started noticing that there was a mysterious Pokemon appearing in Go. Um, and I found one. And it was really surprising. On on the map, like when you click on the Pokemon, the Pokemon are usually mm. generally about the same size as your character. Um, yeah. This one was incredibly small. I probably would have missed it if it didn't mm. have a circle around it and its element. Like it wasn't the um, weather-affected element. Um, yeah. But this new Pokemon looks like um, a like a floating eye in the middle of a uh, like piece of hardware, like some sort of like bolt, on a gray or silver Ditto body. Mm. And ev- everyone that I know that caught it, uh, there were a few other people that were like, "Oh, it turned out to be this," uh, but none of that was confirmed. I can confirm that I caught it, and it was a Ditto. Yeah, everybody. Uh... Everything that was known was that hey, it's turning into a ditto. Um, right. It was a higher level additional, ditto. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah. There's been some additional info that says um, uh, it has the same, or originally had the same cry as Kecleon, which is a chameleon. Right. So. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's maybe the, like they were trying to add. Um, Kecleon to the game for whatever the next... Um, he was from uh, boo, Gen 3. Um, so maybe the rest of Gen 3 is coming in. Or... I don't know. Maybe Kecleon's going to be revealed in some weird way. And like the people that make the game didn't... They weren't like, oh, hey, this was an issue. Like We don't really know why this happened. It's kind of weird. Um, they were like teasing it and shit. So yeah, this it was, was definitely intentional. Yeah, it was really, it was definitely intentional. It looks weird though. Like the mm. model looks unfinished. Yeah. And I think that's why people are like, oh, you know, I've also heard people talking about, oh, this could be um, actually more than talking. Um, they did some digging and found his, like, found a number associated with him. Um, and the number okay. branches would branch, it's past what we already have. Um, so it could be like, this is what Gen 8 is going to be. Okay. I think what Gen 8, 
I think Gen 8 would be the next generation, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, we're on yep. Gen 7. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, this could be... I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know how Gen Eight would work into what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he does show up as um, names question mark and as a slash CP CP level is question mark. He just kind of like dances around. He dodges a little bit. Um, he's super close, so it's kind of like when you're trying to catch like um, like a Pidgey or something. You don't have to throw the ball out there really far. He's, like, right mm-hmm. there. You barely have to throw the ball. But if you do miss, right. he makes, like, an Abra and runs off. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I made sure I was going to catch him at it, uh, on first throw. Like, I was, like, extra, like, uh, what is that? Like, your Golden Rass and an Ultra Ball. Um, which is probably overkill, but. Okay. Um, hey, you want to make sure you get him. Interesting. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. Um That's it. <laughs> right. um, and I think he's gone now. I don't think he's still in the region. Yeah, I think it was specifically it was for the, the community. Yeah, the community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That looks like everything that we've ran into this week. If there is something that you're like, what the hell? That was big and they didn't cover that, which could be the case. Um, yeah, that's possible. Uh, you know, let us know over on Twitter. Um at Mammoth Games Inc. That's also where you can get uh, all the information of when we go live and what we're up to and what we what we have going on uh, stream wise. Um, as well, follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. for all of our video game news that we post during the week. There, um, you can look forward to probably a, a quick share of the games with gold when we figure out what those are. As well, mm. uh, my rundown of the um, next month's uh playstation plus lineup um so yeah that's pretty much what we got thanks for hanging out guys Graham. thanks for uh hanging out and chatting with us on the stream but until next time i am night swarm and i'm filter cord later guys um...